Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 188. This one has some quick thoughts about Dragon Age. I haven't been able to play too much more since I last talked about it. Mostly been doing some school stuff. So this will probably be super quick. But hopefully everybody will have a good time. And enjoy the show. So I have a few specific points about Dragon Age that I've been thinking about, but most of this section will probably just be off the top of my head. I did pay a bit more attention to the music. It looks like the deluxe version I got got me a free soundtrack, so that's pretty cool. I do like the music quite a bit. It's very epic, I suppose you could say, but it's also very, I guess you could say, situational where it only plays specific music in either a specific area or, you know, during combat or during times you're in town. So I haven't heard a whole lot of variety of music because I'm still in that sort of first starting area. You basically have to get a certain number of what other games would refer to as stars to sort of unlock the next area. You only need eight of those, and I think I have, like, 23 or 25, so I'm sticking around much longer than is required, because I want to, you know, see all the stuff and do all the things. One thing that kind of impedes that sort of exploration is that the leveling system can be kind of hidden slash invisible a lot of times. It's not really like a traditional PC game where you click on an enemy and you can see, you know, their level and sort of what they are and stuff. There is a targeting system, but as I said last time, it's pretty much designed around consoles. So I don't know if this is easier on console, but with the PC, you can get them targeted, but you don't always get that information about what their name is and what their level is. So it is very, very, very easy for you to wander into an area, see a bad guy, be like, oh, I'll attack this bad guy. And then once you get up close, well, for me, because I'm melee, once you get up close and you're fighting them, then you discover, oh, they're three levels higher than me. They're going to destroy me. It's not like you can click them from far away and be like, hmm, I should avoid them, and you can stay out of their range. You pretty much don't discover how dangerous they are until they're basically right on top of you. I don't know if that's something I'm doing wrong because I'm still new and still figuring out the controls and... Like I said, it really seems like it, it's much better with a gamepad, which for some reason it doesn't detect my 360 controller. There were quite a few posts about it on the forums, so I'm sure it's a known bug. So I don't know, maybe that'll get cleared up later, but it would be nice to know if I'm going to be facing something that's several levels higher than me that I don't want to fight, you know, kind of ahead of time instead of, you know, right when I get on top of it. Because that kind of really hurts immersion. It's like you're wandering around, and then you get into a fight that's totally too hard for you. You totally die, and then you just respawn at your last, you know, save point or checkpoint. And that gets very video gamey. I mean, it is a video game, 
But, you know, probably most people like me don't want to feel like, oh, I'll just explore wherever I want, and if I die, no big deal, because I just respawn. You know, that kind of ruins the fun of it. I would say one of the top things that really bothers me is collision detection. Now, don't get me wrong, collision detection is great, it's very important, especially when fighting bad guys. Position is very important, and you want, you know, to be able to have your tanks, you know, stop the bad guy from getting past you and and getting to the other guys. The problem is a couple of different things. One, so far the battles pretty much don't have choke points. So you're wandering around an open area, there's three or four bad guys you run into, and they'll just run right past the tank and go wherever they want. So tanks have abilities to taunt and such, which is helpful, and sometimes that'll pull the bad guys towards them. But most of the time, the bad guys are just going to be scattered wherever they want, and anytime you try and go somewhere, you got to run around all these obstacles to get to them. It's kind of a big pain. Part of that, especially for me being melee, is that when I'm holding down the attack button, it's not like other games like Diablo, where you'll hold down the attack and you'll attack and you'll stay within range of them. No, if you aren't in range, you're not in range. You'll just sit there and wave your swords around going, and not attacking anything. This is hugely problematic because there's no indication at all that you aren't in range except for the damage numbers above their head and, like, sounds of when you hit them. You know, you've really, really got to pay attention to that because if you're in a big fight and you're just a hair out of range and you're missing the bad guy, you're doing zero damage, but it looks like you're just as engaged. Now, granted, you know, some powers can compensate for this. With my rogue, both of the main abilities I use all the time Basically, close distance. One is sort of a leap attack, and the other one is sort of a teleport to them and go behind them kind of move. So as long as I'm doing that on a fairly regular basis, they're usually within melee range. But I have had fights where they'll just take like two steps out of range, and then all of a sudden I'm not in range anymore. And then combat, like I said, is not very quick. So I have to stop attacking. I have to wait for the attacks to stop. Then I can move. Then I can start attacking again. So repositioning even just two feet on the battlefield takes a good two seconds or so, which is a very long time. Now, this might not be such a big deal for other characters. I have played an archer in multiplayer, and I know while he's shooting, he can sort of slowly move. So it's not as big of a deal for some characters. But it seems like for my rogue, like I said, if I'm attacking and I'm using the basic attack, and I'm not in range, I'll just stand there and wave my swords around and not hit anything. So that is really extremely frustrating, because you can easily not be in range. And then with collision detection, sometimes you got to walk around your party members to get to the guy. It just seems like a poorly designed thing that very easily could be solved by, you know, some kind of check. If bad guy is out of range, and it's targeted you know, take a step with each swing, you know, to get back in range. Also, another big part of the collision detection is you stop dead in your tracks when you hit somebody who isn't moving, when you bump into somebody. And so if that somebody doesn't move, like, say, a town NPC, they're not going to move. You're going to get stopped dead in your tracks, and you got to regain your balance and go all the way around them. It's just kind of ridiculous. 
there have been several times where I'm running around town, I'm trying to get to places, and I, you know, hop over a fence or whatever for a shortcut, and I bump into an NPC, bam, I'm stopped dead in my tracks, I gotta go around them, and it, it takes a really long time, it just seems kind of weird that, you know, NPCs and even your own party members act like, you know, this immovable force that once you touch it, you're, you know, stopped and you got to go around them. And if it is something that moves, like a party member, you can get into this really annoying dance of, I'm trying to go here, you're trying to go there, we're bumping into each other, we're not going anywhere, we're blocking each other, and they just keep milling around and keep getting in your way, and it gets really, really annoying. I am kind of reminded when I do this that, yeah, that happened in all previous Dragon Ages, so it's kind of not anything new to the series. But I don't know, adopting something like the Assassin's Creed style where, you know, you slow down a lot, but then, you know, the NPC gets pushed out of the way or they move, you know, something like that would be very, very, very helpful especially if it's your own party members and the AI for where they're moving is not all that great. You know, they're just going to keep running around in circles and bumping into each other, and it just gets into this somewhat hilarious but really annoying tangle of not going anywhere for a long time. I have played maybe a dozen matches of multiplayer online co-op. It's okay if somebody told me, Rabbit, you can't ever play Dragon Age multiplayer ever again. I'd be like, okay. It wouldn't be a huge loss. I wouldn't feel terribly sad. Uh, Again, I'm not playing with my friends because they're playing on console. That probably would change my opinion on it a fair bit. But mostly it's kind of like the Mass Effect 2 multiplayer online where you have basically three characters you start with out of a possible 12. And each of these characters has two skill trees, so they are somewhat limited in what you can pick, especially if, you know, you don't have the resources to supposedly craft a character, which pretty much just seems like a random drop. It it apparently takes stuff that is random to get, so I don't see how that's any different than getting them from a random drop from a chest, which you can purchase with the gold you earn. And it seems like the first game you play, you'll get to about level 3 or 4. The next game, you'll get, you know, 2 levels. And then once you get to level 8, which is pretty much your 3rd or 4th game, things pretty much come to a screeching halt. I've done a Keeper, which is sort of a damage dealer slash buffer, and an Archer, which is pretty much just DPS. And both of them got up to level 8 and have pretty much been stuck there. I think my keeper is just barely into level 9. But it's like I've played a dozen games, and, you know, those first three or four games with each character went by really quickly, and then after that, it seems like it's just come to a screeching halt. And they only get up to level 20, and so there isn't a whole lot you're gonna do, it seems like. I've seen, I think, three different maps, which is not a whole lot of maps, Yeah, granted, the sort of design and flow of it is sort of randomized, I guess. And there are different sort of areas that need to be unlocked by different classes. So if you don't have one of each class, you're not going to be able to get sort of the maximum flow. So it is a little bit different each time to play. But 
I don't know, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of variety in the maps. The maps all feel very, very similar if you're on map X. It always kind of feels like that same encounter. I don't know, it seems like a lot more could have been done with it. It seems like there could have been a lot better maps. It seems like character design could have been a lot more like a traditional, you know, online game instead of your character barely gets to a certain level and you don't have a lot of flexibility. Seems like they just kind of threw that in there just to make some people happy who weren't interested in playing any other online kind of game at all. And if anything, what the multiplayer for Dragon Age has done for me has made me want Shadow Realms all that much more. Because Shadow Realms is, last I heard, free to play, and it's going to be basically entirely based around an online dungeon experience. It's made by Bioware, same as Dragon Age. The classes are somewhat similar, but they're going to be hugely flexible in comparison and 100% customizable to what I want to do. I'm not going to have to unlock a special class because I need to play a certain amount of times. I'm not going to feel like I need to pay real money to get a faster earning rate of you know, potential random treasure and random character unlocks. You know, you just go in and create a character. But it seems like, you know, in comparison, the ideas that they've put forth in Shadow Realms would just far surpass what Dragon Age multiplayer has to offer. Like I said, if you have, like, no other options for multiplayer online, I suppose it's probably a decent choice. It certainly is a much slower pace than something like Diablo. Diablo is really fast by comparison and really chaotic. And as fun as Diablo is, I just was never really into it because it was way too fast and way too crazy. So, I don't know. I I like the idea of the Dragon Age online multiplayer, but I think it needs a lot of tweaking. I think they need a lot more maps. I think they need a lot more variety. It seems like you're basically just going from room to room to room, killing the spawn that's in the room, and there's not really any differences. It doesn't seem to be any traps. If it isn't just a straight-up kill people in the room, it's a defend the guy in the room, which is basically the same thing. And like I said, the unlocking being random through chests you purchase with in-game gold or actual money, I I don't know. I've never been a big fan of that. It's fun, it's it's okay, but it just really seems like a gimmick to gate content off from players and to keep them playing longer. I mean, sure, technically you didn't pay anything for it, it came free with the Dragon Age Inquisition game, and you can just play, you know, and do in-game gold purchases. But I don't know, it's like, I've got these characters I feel kind of meh about, so I have to wait until I unlock the ones I really want to play, and it's like, how long is that going to take? I have no idea. And it could take way longer than somebody else because it's random drop. So, I don't know. And then, you know, add on all those issues I said in the opening part of this section. And I don't know. I'm just not that thrilled with it. So that's really all my additional thoughts for Dragon Age so far. I've only played maybe four or so hours since uh, I last talked about it. So not a whole lot of more information especially in the single-player game, since most of the time I've been doing the multiplayer component. But I still think if you're a big Dragon Age fan, it's very definitely worth picking up. 
if you weren't a huge fan and this would be your first one in the series, I don't know, I'd, I'd say maybe wait until the sale, see if it drops down to about 40 bucks. Pick it up then. I think at 60 it might feel kind of meh for somebody who's seeing this as a first game to them. And I don't know. I, I think there are some things that are bad which kind of outweigh the good in some ways. But definitely worth picking up if you are a Dragon Age fan. So news for this week is pretty short, same as last time. Hearthstone Goblins vs. Gnomes is still out in December, supposedly. No date yet. I wouldn't be surprised if it's sort of around the middle of December, but I guess uh, we'll see in a few weeks. Destiny's first expansion, The Dark Below, launches in a few weeks on December 9th. That's it for the news. So that's it for this week's Rabbit Soundblings podcast. Guess it wasn't as short as I thought it was going to be. Guess it's about normal size. I guess that's it. Um, happy Turkey Day to everybody. Hopefully you'll have a good time and not eat too much and, and feel sick. Eat, you know, just enough. I guess that's it. That's all I can think of. So, watch out for those holiday sales. They should start coming up about when I put up this podcast if they're not up already. So if you have any games you want to pick up that might be a little bit older or something that might get some kind of sale, I'll keep your eyes on all of the places for all the sales and maybe you can get it for the cheap. And I guess that's it. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. I don't know, maybe I'll just delete this part. Cheers, love! The cavalry's here! You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbit's ramblings Dot HTML. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com.
You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.